This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. I've had so much fucking coffee today. Oh, dude, we just were drinking a couple of big coffees right now. Are you- I'm th- I think that like, I, like, I'm starting to get like a Pavlovian thing about Thursdays where I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be like wasted in the middle of the day. <laughs> I, need, I need to preload a ton of caffeine. Yeah, I mean, we're, well, I mean, one drink's not going to kill you, right? Or you just keep going after this. It shuts down. You just keep finishing whatever <laughs> bottle you've started. Yeah, I just, I, you know, once, once, once the, uh, once the seal's been broken. Yeah, Rachel comes I'm home. Like, you're in a bag on the couch, and oh, it's podcast Thursday or whatever day it fucking is. Exactly. I was thinking that it would be cool to have a little anecdote about pairings that we start with each week, but I we've we are three episodes in now, and I have hit the wall. My creativity has been completely sapped, <laughs> so I don't have I don't have an anecdote. You don't have an anecdote. Yeah, but I'm I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the show, man. I'm I, I'm starting to really look forward to it every week. Yeah, uh, getting a lot of good feedback on it. So um, that's good. You know, I think I think we're uh, we're getting better at it. Well, that's not for us to say, though, is it? No, it is. Yeah, it I is. mean, I mean, people are making faces nearby here, just uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, like pulling at their, pulling at their collar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I you know, I, I definitely have been looking forward to it. Um, highlight of the week, anyway. So let's hope it translates. Yeah, if it's fun for us, hopefully it's fun for other this people. This is it. This is it. What's happening with you this week, Chris? Uh, well, it has been uh, a sleepless week for me. It's uh, uh, not all together, but really difficult, you know, patchy sleeping. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know how or why it started. I could usually expect, you know, one or two nights every couple of months. My mind won't shut of, off. Of insomnia. Of insomnia, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm reluctant to call it insomnia because... I know one or two people that suffer from actual insomnia. So this is, it pales by comparison, but I, all it takes is a little bit of disruption to make me feel uh, nothing but uh, sympathy for those that actually suffer. Uh, sure. But yeah, you know, I use that, I use that sleep cycle app. Do you ever try that? Uh, I've never tried it myself, but I know people who do it. I've, I've seen it. I'm, I'm hooked. It's been months. I am hooked on it. Yeah, I've I've always been hesitant to be rolling around in bed with my phone it, near your head, and I think this is it. I'm, I'm wondering if that is there because I'm thinking about it all the time. You know, when I'm falling asleep, I mean, right. I don't fall asleep thinking about the phone, but I will wake up once in a while and it'll hit me like, oh yeah, my phone. I'm gonna have to see how I slept last night, you know, or and it just kind of throws me off a little bit. And then there's also the the maybe there is some sort of disruption happening yeah uh, i read a, this this is kind of woo woo but i read an article this week that if you go camping and don't take any gizmos with you mm-hmm. it only takes about a week for your body to totally reset and get back on its circadian kick interesting um you know i don't know if that's actually real or not but uh this article seemed seemed to be 
fairly persuasive on the topic. Well, I spoke to somebody that went to a uh, a week long silent. I think it was ten day silent meditation retreat. Oh man! And she said it took four days before she could actually relax because she was thinking about email <laughs> or phone or something. You know. Um, so she needed all four days. Well, she needed the four days to just come down from the everyday connectedness, I suppose. And then, wow. yeah, but I mean, the, the silence alone kind of terrifies me going a little too deep into my own brain, you know? Yeah. But, uh, how about you, Ben? What's, what's, what's been happening in, uh, New York city? Uh, well, New York has been, uh, has been good. Uh, but we actually got out of the city uh, last weekend, and um, my roommates are uh, fairly uh, avid, avidly athletic people, and uh, they invited uh, my fiance and I up to a cross-country skiing place uh, that, uh, it, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's sort of like a place that people that live in New York City will go to. Yeah, uh, go cross country skiing, and it's pretty. It was pretty amazing. I've uh, I've done it once before, I think, but but when I was like a pretty small child, I think I was probably you know nine or ten years old the last time I cross country skied. So it was uh, basically, you know, for all intents and purposes, the first time I'd ever tried it. But I really enjoyed it. I saw um, I saw your vine. Your uh, oh yeah yeah. Seven yeah, second I'm, film. I'm good enough that I could find my uh, my skiing. So. Yeah, I mean that's impressive alone. So you did all right. Yeah, but um, so I thought that après ski uh, would be a good uh, a good thing to work out a good drink pairing for. Did you actually uh, go drinking after? Uh, yeah, I, I I did. I had a I had, I made myself a bad hot toddy when I got home. Oh. I had. A, kind of like a bad lemon that had been sitting <laughs> in my apartment for a little too long quality ingredients and, uh, yeah i had yeah I, I also like didn't really i'd never made one before and i didn't look up a recipe but i was just like ah probably these things would go in it <laughs> how close and, were you uh, eh. <laughs> it was it was all right it was drinkable it, it was hot it was That's uh, as close as you got to being accurate <laughs> it was warm um yeah i finished it Rachel, Rachel uh, took a taste and didn't seem to want any. So, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Rachel. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, but, but apres ski was uh, was my thing this week. You know, what's a what's a good thing to drink when you get in from the cold? Excellent. I think. Uh, well, I took that challenge, and uh, well, let's see what uh, let's see how we did. Yeah, let's go into the next segment. Why don't we? We'll warp speed ahead to the next segment. I picked out for you is called Between the Sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's fairly obviously a a sexual innuendo more so than a tossing and turning in, <laughs> in bed innuendo. I, I was thinking about that. Uh, it, it implies something else entirely, but yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, so this is um, this is a drink that is a sort of a riff on the sidecar, I think. Um, it's you know, kind of a 1930s era cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, it's uh, three quarter ounces of brandy, three quarter ounces of light rum, three quarter ounces of uh, Cointreau or triple sec, and half an ounce of lemon juice. So it's a you know a pretty a pretty simple straightforward uh, beverage, but um, it sounds I promising. Know, I, I don't make a lot of drinks with brandy in them, you know, or or triple sec for that matter. I have two bottles of triple sec that I've amassed over the years in my apartment and you know i barely ever pull them out so mm-hmm. I, w- I was also kind of you know this is this is a drink that when i when i when i looked it up i said that that makes a good nightcap it's got a good name for your for your predicament mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's not it's not a drink that's gonna wake you up at all well you know I don't know if I should bring this up now or later. I'm going to bring it up now. What the hell? Let's let's live on the edge and, and just sure. talk about it when it comes to mind. Uh, alcohol, you know, people f- pass out or uh, you know, you you it puts you to sleep. Maybe if you have one or two drinks, you fall asleep. Yeah, uh, I know. I know some sleepy people. <clears throat> you know, that get sleepy when they get drunk. Yeah, I mean, I I think I'm I'm one of those people. I I get you loud. Definitely are. I get loud and I get sleepy. <laughs> I'm glad you know, um, yeah. but. Yeah, I I was reading. Uh, someone posed the question online. I think it was on Reddit or something. Why Why is it that I will pass out when I get drunk, but then I will wake up or have like really bad quality sleep, you know, uh, midway through the night? And and I read that, and I don't know how true this is, but it makes sense. That <clears throat> excuse me. Once you're um, once your body starts to break down the alcohol, it turns in. It goes from it turns from a depressant into a stimulant. So Whoa. you fall asleep, and then once your body has started breaking it down, you, Bing, wake right up. Well, I choose to ignore that fact. Mm, good for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of a nightcap. Uh, uh, I do too. I do too. Tip, tip I am a little too. brandy into a <laughs> warm milk. I think that's a delightful way to. <laughs> cruise into into bed warm milk i don't know i just i don't know about warm milk anyway so as as i was researching this i uh i came across um i have a book that's like a bartending guide of of based on american great american writers it's called hemingway and bailey's bartending guide to great american writers oh cool and uh this cocktail uh a slightly different version of the recipe but uh but the between the sheets cocktail uh is in this book um associated with a a poet named edna saint vincent malay mm-hmm. who you know was working uh in the in the uh you know 1930s cocktail era mm-hmm. um i think she's like one of the first women to ever win a pulitzer for poetry or something hmm. and um uh, Oh, and she's the first woman to win the Pulitzer Prize. Period. Wow. Um, but uh, the uh, the sexual uh, connotation of this of this uh, of this beverage really dawned on me when I started reading about the fact that she was rumored to be really into uh, menage a trois. Whoa, so, <laughs> whoa! Per- perhaps you can use this drink, Chris, if you're not going to be sleeping, to use your time. <laughs> More productively. Uh, okay, Ben, for you, I've got uh, a hot drink, obviously, uh, thinking of uh, coming in from the cold um, and, and 
cider seemed to be the obvious second choice. So I started researching uh, variations on a hot apple cider. Um, so I came up with, or I found this one called a salty maple buttered cider, um, which sounds pretty tasty, um, but also not thirst quenching. So um, it's uh, salt for the rim, uh, one tablespoon of softened butter, uh, two tablespoons of pure maple syrup, half a vanilla bean pod with the seeds scraped out, four ounces of dark rum, and eight ounces of apple cider. Um, and that's for that's a it makes two drinks, so just half that if you're just gonna have it for yourself. Um, Good to know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean it's uh, you know it's a couple of steps, but it's basically preparing the butter, the butter mixture. Uh, that's just combining the, the butter and maple syrup and vanilla seeds in a small bowl, and then the rum and the cider in a saucepan, bring to a boil, and top it with the the butter mixture. This sounds like a this sounds like a good one. It's you know there's a little bit of extra work to it, but it it seems like kind of a crowd pleaser. I think so. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I maybe we should uh, break away and make these drinks. Let's do it. Let's break. Okay. See you in a minute. Back in a few. We're back. We are back. Um, I'm Drinks pretty excited in to tuck into this one. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, Ben. Ooh, it's hot. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I think I, I think this will be people's least favorite portion of of the show is the uh, lip smacking portion of the show. <laughs> listening, listening to our disgusting mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to find a least favorite part of this show because <laughs> I hate them all so much. <laughs> uh, so, let's, uh, let's I'm, have it. I'm excited by this. I mean, it's a it's a variation, obviously, on a hot buttered rum, like, mm-hmm. um, and and also a cider. It's sort of cider and hot buttered rum going to going to war together, mm-hmm. not with each other, mm-hmm. but. Against a, con- a common enemy, which is the winter cold, blast, cold and sobriety. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, but it's really good. Uh, the the salt is a is a I think kind of um, maybe a superfluous addition. I you know I think that salty and sweet are an awesome combination. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive that they're working super well in this particular forum, mm-hmm. but. Um, for folks that don't know, Malden salt is kind of a a flaky type of salt that uh, is kind of expensive. Um, you know, if you're going to try and make this drink, I would uh, I would say make it before you go and spend eleven dollars on a box of salt, and then <laughs> if I, uh, if you like it enough without, you know, I'm, I'm meant to look bullet up, dodged. <laughs> I meant to look up Malden salt, and I forgot because I did not know. Oh so. no! No sweat, man. I, you know, I'm the kind of idiot that has it on hand. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. You got all that stuff on hand. It's very impressive. I, I, your your yeah. your bar cart is very impressive. Um, yeah. Well, I, I um the uh, the other point I would uh, I wanted to make while while I was making it, I realized maybe people haven't uh, taken the seeds out of a uh, a vanilla bean before. Um, 
basically you want to people kinda... there's there's people out there that have not done that <laughs> yeah they're not listening to this podcast get uh, with it jerks no, no. yeah so you want to you, you want to take your paring knife and kind of cut a slit along the length of the bean not being careful not to cut all the way through it so you kind of want to make a <laughs> like a hot dog bun type situation where you're uh you're just you're just open up the one side and then you flip the knife over and with the back of it you kind of run it along the bean and and the the seeds should come out mm-hmm. they just kind of look like black paste well and and now we know how to do that yeah well i just i figured it would be a handy hey, no it's a great tip how's how's I your did, drink hey I stop did, making fun of me i'm, I'm not making fun of you i didn't know how to do here. that either i'm i'm saying I, I this one problem i have is when i'm being sincere i sound sarcastic it gets you in a lot of trouble Boy, does it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about if you sound sarcastic, but you definitely sound like a jerk. Like an ass. Yeah, well, I am sometimes, but not not now, not here. Tell um, me about the my Between drink, the Sheets cocktail. Between the Sheets, I tell you what, I am feeling loose and limber already. Where's yeah. my Where's my bed? <laughs> Give me not, one or two partners. <laughs> I am not ready to sleep. <laughs> um, it's it's really nice. It's, it's quite, uh, I mean, it's... You know, it's got a bit of a kick, but it's a it's a mellow kick. It's a mm, it's got a good taste. I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than it's. I mean, it's got the orange liqueur in there, which kind of gives it that, that bit of fruity taste. Right. And, and uh, the rum and the cognac, uh, cognac is. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's the orange I taste more than anything. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, the, well, it's got the it's got two citrus elements to it, so mm. that would sort of stand a reason. But it's nice. It really is. This is. I, I actually could see myself drinking more of this. Uh, I mean, maybe not right now, but you know, who knows? Maybe now. But uh, definitely uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a that's a solid drink. Sidecar is a good drink. I, I see. I, I don't know. I I, I guess I haven't had uh, enough sidecars to to know, but. Uh, I think that there's a lot of bullshit renditions of them out there. Mm -hmm. I've definitely been in, uh, you know, a dumb hotel bar or two where Mm -hmm. it's on the menu, but it's like a whiskey cocktail that has a cinnamon sugar rim on a glass. Mm -hmm. And it's like just some bullshit other thing that they made up (laughs) and are calling a sidecar. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that if if you take the time to make some of those classic 1930s cocktails uh you will be pleasantly surprised like you know any cocktail that like you know the name of like a tom collins or a singapore sling like they mm-hmm. you know people use them as punchlines all the time but like those are you know those names because they're good cocktails and, yeah like, they're good drinks i mean i spent some time working at a cocktail bar and my main problem is that i couldn't commit any of the recipes to memory so i was constantly <laughs> you know just sort of cheating a look at you know whatever specials we had and uh, I mean, I, I drank a lot of interesting cocktails that way. But uh, the one thing I did learn was that people can be very specific about their drink. I mean, sure. you could just make, you know, like a Manhattan can be made a certain way, and and it could be happy or like good for one person and not for somebody else. And it, you know, for the refined amongst them, you know, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting. I mean, almost like almost like food that way. You know, people just have to have their steak a certain way, and yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I uh, I'm the kind of person that's rarely drinking the same thing twice because I like 
you know, I like the variety of life, but uh, I do respect those people that like have arrived at their perfect mm-hmm. Manhattan recipe and that is their drink and that is the way they will be drinking it, you know. I, I absolutely respect the people that have arrived at that decision, but uh, I don't know that I was cut <laughs> out for handling them. No, yeah, I mean, it does take a, there, there are pe- people with whom one must be patient, I think. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I suppose this is true. Um, uh, well, uh, as, we, uh, as we sip our drinks, why don't we uh, slip into the next segment? Chris, I think the idea of uh, pairing booze with life events is really starting to catch on. Well, we're hearing that it is out or, there. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's bullshit because we uh, haven't even released an episode yet. We're, <laughs> we're taping a lot of these way in advance. Yeah. I'm, we're kind of we're kind of getting concerned about the backlog that we've got because we're uh, we can't speak about anything newsworthy at the moment. So it's <laughs> this is months yeah. months in the past. We may be recording this during the Olympics, but which Olympics? But <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, let's let's, for argument's sake, say that you know, four weeks in or three weeks in, and we're uh, we've amassed a horde of five or six listeners. Unbelievable! Thank you, all six of you, or five of you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but so yes, yeah, so the top up is. Um, our segment, our, our listener mailbag segment, um, and we we've solicited uh, some some uh, some mail so far, but um, you know we were thinking uh, if we're going to be coming up with drink pairings for each other, why not come up with drink pairings for everybody else also? So if you'd like to send in a life, uh, if you'd like to send in a life event that uh, that you need a drink to go along with. Uh, go ahead and tweet at one of us or both of us. Uh, I'm at Benjamin R. That's A H R. And uh, no, just that was that was so entertaining to watch. Uh, <laughs> and I'm at Crispy Chicken. That's Chris B. The letter B. Chicken. Yeah. Um, and you can find that through our website. Let's drink about dot it. Also. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what do we got? We got a we got a first uh, we got a first life event submitted, don't we, Chris? Yes, we do. Uh, oh, so it comes from Samuel Hansen. Uh, oh, our good friend Samuel Hansen. Yeah, good friend Sam Hansen. Does he? I like to call him Sam Handsome. I wonder if he ever gets that. Uh, he's a he's a very good looking uh, gentleman. Um, yeah, you can. Uh, he's actually also a podcaster. You should check out his Acme Science suite of podcasts if uh, if you're into that. Sort of thing, so uh, yeah, he submitted uh, he submitted some uh, some life events, um, and we chose uh, one of those events. And we chose one. What did we choose, Chris? Uh, we decided to go with. Uh, he had himself a pour over coffee. So uh, yeah, I mean, we could either we could go. I think we could go one of two ways with this. We could either go with a cocktail that would go nicely with coffee as mm-hmm. like a. You know, like a chaser or a shooter that he chases with the coffee. <laughs> like nothing like a scalding hot chaser. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like a you know, he does like a shot of Jack and then a coffee back. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to catch on. By the way, but <laughs> um, the, you could. know, obviously, the other way we could go would be a coffee cocktail. You know, like the the classic is the Irish coffee, which I mm-hmm. think is just when a guy pours some 
Irish whiskey into his coffee mm-hmm. while and he you know walks around at, at his uh, construction job or whatever. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. An Irish mm-hmm. an Irish coffee. That's a good drink. Um, I mean, I surmise I don't drink whiskey. <laughs> oh, but you will. <laughs> We've agreed. Yeah, you you say that now, but <laughs> I do. I say it now, and I mean it later. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's a. Maybe maybe I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to come back around. I think maybe a drink that pairs with coffee would be would be the fun one. As Can opposed you, to as opposed as, to a, as opposed to just some booze to pour into the coffee. Yeah, no, I, you know you don't want to mess up your coffee. No, yeah, I think you're. I think it's right. Like a complimentary drink. A complimentary drink. Yeah. Well, let's see. I think that uh, you you know. I think something something like what I'm drinking now might be the way to go. Maybe a hot buttered rum, like a real straight down the middle traditional hot buttered rum, would be a nice pairing. You know, something to have in succession mm-hmm. with coffee, because you know you're staying in the hot realm, but you know a hot buttered rum is nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, got got a little body to it. It's like a it's like it's like a liquid croissant to go with your coffee. <laughs> A liquid croissant. Now I think you've just invented something. <laughs> it's um, like the cronut of booze. <laughs> um, has, how's that? By the way, has it died down? The cronut craze over there. I never I had know. one. I don't know what. I still uh, haven't had one. I haven't. I haven't. Are the lineups I thankfully still haven't four hours heard long? anybody say anything about one in a little while. <laughs> the lineups but, aren't still four hours long, right? I mean, they're they're. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I don't know. Uh, I don't, anyway, you know, I don't. Nothing. Nothing that you have to stand in line for seems worth standing in line for to me. No. That's my personal philosophy in life. If a restaurant's busy, there's a lineup out the door, I just go to another restaurant. I don't know. Call me crazy, but uh, maybe maybe if you're into going to the hottest, newest thing, I I guess I can understand that. But anyway, we're getting off topic, and I'm... I'm, I'm, well, how do you feel about this uh, hot hot buttered rum to to go with your coffee? Well, I I, I like it. Uh, I think you, I think we're if if it's not the drink, I think we're on the right track. But I, I have to admit that I was caught a little off guard because I didn't know we we're doing this so uh, off the cuff. I feel ill prepared. So, but I do agree with what you're saying. I mean, I, I do think that the uh, co- the complimentary drink is the way to go, rather than um, be, you know because things like you know coffee that has a, a real sharp bite you know whether you're putting whiskey in it or like a spanish coffee or something or yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know about that that's not doesn't doesn't appeal not not to me anyway but this isn't for me so not knowing sam's taste well he he likes his cocktails so samuel is a uh yeah that's the other thing samuel is a a big big fan of the whiskey um Mm. yeah i don't know samuel probably just pour some some whiskey into your coffee. I think Sorry, that's... bud. We're not very good at this yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's the end of our first segment. Let's see how that flies. Yeah. Well, you know. Our first, uh, sorry, we, our new segment. Yeah, not our first we did segment. pick somebody that we know pretty well to uh, to submit. Um, so You know, don't t- that's behind the curtain, man. You don't tell people that. I guess we already kind of gave that away, didn't we? we yeah, we already, we already, uh, we had already, sh- already showed our hand. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna go ask a, str- ask a stranger on the street. <laughs> Just to cost I'm some. I'm gonna explain what we're doing and here, <laughs> and then like, what? Are you, what's hey, going on I in your life? Podcast. What? What's happening in your life? Yeah, we'll I probably have, have to explain what a podcast is first. No, I think they'd say, "Really? Me too." There have been so many fire trucks in my neighborhood this week. So many ambulances and fire trucks. Yeah, it's, it's 
crazy. I almost saw two fire trucks hit each other today. Jesus. I'm not kidding. Like two fire trucks were like, I was like walking down a street. You could see one coming, you know, from the street I was about to cross and one coming down the street I was walking mm-hmm. on and they were like two feet from hitting each other. Oh, shit. Yeah. That would have been something to see, you know. That, that, I was going to ask that question. It's like, oh, you know, what do you do when yeah. the firehouse is on fire? Who, who do you scramble in that emergency? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with two brand new life events and two drinks to go with those events. Possibly three life events and three drinks if uh, if you guys submit some cool... Uh, some cool life events. Yeah, on guys, Twitter. it's up to you. It's yeah, not our fault if you suck. Go to our website, let's drink about that it. And, uh, you know, I'd like to thank our, uh, our lovely and talented, um, engineer and editor, James Black, and thank also you, Graham Walsh for making our music. Uh, and one more thank you is to, uh, uh, Paul Watling, who you don't see or hear or maybe, uh, notice right away, but he's the guy who did the... Uh, our artwork on our website so thank you paul yeah baby um cool well uh see you see you next time chris see you ben enjoy that drink thanks i'm uh, i'm almost done with it by just for the record i did make the full recipe so i'm having <laughs> two of these right now <laughs> well i i also i made two drinks and uh mine was done within 30 seconds so i'm gonna have another one more, more professional that way. You weren't burping through the uh, the whole show like I was. <laughs> that thick, heavy drink coming back at you. <laughs> All right, Ben, see ya. Take it from the top. <clears throat> God damn. I don't know. As soon as I sit down to do this, I just have to fucking clear my throat. That's all I have to do. <laughs> like, I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm going to have a a podcast where I just clear my throat for 30 minutes.